Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente, alongside with me are two of my bestest best friends. I'm going to start with, as usual, uh, the guy with the pink headset, Trebox. How are you doing? Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm here and um, I marathoned like uh, three episodes last night. So nice. let's go. Awesome. And joining us at an ungodly hour in the West Coast. We are recording very, very early because we're all over the world. Arnie, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Speak friend and enter. <laughs> friend. Ooh. Uh, but, um, again, if this is your first time in our channel, welcome. Thank you very much for the view. We encourage you to get your friends and families, phones, uh, head on to YouTube. Uh, launch youtube.com slash plus six three hp uh, like and subscribe us we have multiple shows per week this show is our review show on mondays and or tuesdays we drop either a movie or a series that we deep dive into provide our opinions and ratings so that you can be informed whether you should watch it yourself on wednesdays we drop our very very first dnd campaign a bunch of 40-year-olds and one of our uh, women friends uh, have uh, uh, embarked on a very amazing adventure for the very, very first time. So we recorded it for posterity, posted it online, so you can join us in our adventure as well. That drops on Wednesdays. Thursdays, we have a curated list of trailers, short clips, of videos and featurettes uh, of, of content that's going to be dropping in the next few months. So if you want to join being hyped with us, if you want to find out which shows, videos, video games, films are coming that you might be interested in, watch us or watch with us the trailers that we have created for you. Uh, on Fridays, Trubox and RJ could not get enough of TND and they spun their own little campaign where they are the bad guys and those episodes drop on a Friday. So every single day of the week, you'll have new content to join with us. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Interact with us. We, we, uh, we appreciate any interaction and we respond to every single comment that you guys give us. If you don't want to watch us video on demand, if you don't like the seeing our faces, we totally understand. Uh, we are in every one of the major podcasting apps. So open your phone, open your podcasting app, search plus six three HP. Uh, we will be there. We prefer Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon. But if you have Pandora or anything else, we will be there as well. So this week, I am very excited about this series. This is a series that I have been loving the most the past couple of months. And that's not just because I work for Amazon, but it's just like, our series that I read that aligns to me. We are doing Corporate the stooge. second part two. I know so much. Part two of the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. If you have not seen, we've done the first two episodes in a previous episode. We'll link that in the description, but this will be episodes three to six. So the meet the middle of the series. Uh, and before I turn over the stage to Arnie for a very quick synopsis and discuss the favorite things that we've uh, experienced with this particular series. Uh, spoiler warning, we are discuss this is a review show. We are discussing details about the show. So if I've not seen episodes one through six of the Lord of the Rings, Press Rings pause. of Power, hit pause, Skip now. watch it, then come watch. back and discuss with us. All right, fair warning. With that, we're just going to dive right into it. Arnie, just give us a quick lowdown. What has happened to uh, Middle Earth 
What has yeah. happened to Numenor? What has happened to well, all the places in uh, J.R. Tolkien's world today? Well, when we left Galadriel and Halbrand, they're on the raft and they're being rescued by an unseen human or man. Turns out it was Galendil. Galendil mm -hmm. of Numenor. He's a captain at this point in time. If you remember in the trilogy, he was one of the kings that uh, uh, fought with the elves and his son Isildur is the one that cut the, the, the ring from Sauron. So here's a backstory of, the, of those characters. So Elendil brings our heroes to Numenor, which we finally see in live action. Of course, it's an island nation. In the books, it's described as almost like a, almost like a paradise uh, city or a city-state uh, where the men, because they sided with the elves, they were gifted long lives, basically. And, and some, you know, I guess technology, technology. and all that stuff. Uh, but all is not what it seems. Basically, when they see that elf Galadriel in their in their shores, she's basically not welcome. Or she she had a feeling because it turns out that the Numenorians uh, stopped contacting the elves, or basically became insular. And when she was trying to talk to the leader, which is the Queen Regent uh, Muriel. Uh, it, it, you could just see that there's some relationship issues between men and elves uh, of Nomenor and the elves. So basically, but Elendil, uh, he, came, he came from a house that basically still keeps the elvish tradition going. He still speaks in elvish or Quinian. Quinian was that? I'm getting... I say elvish. Yeah, <laughs> elvish. Uh, so he basically takes, uh, well, first, uh, Galadriel and Halbrand were taken prisoners or guests. And then Galadriel was taken by Elendil to uh, another library and she had to ride a horse. And that's the first time we see her smile because she was really happy riding the horse. Good scene. And it's a good scene. Uh, the, 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 the landscapes are beautiful. And of course, the uh, close up of, uh, close-ups of Gladriel was also really nice too. So there she finds the meaning of that symbol that she's been seeing with uh, related to Sauron. So it turns out it was the basically the map of Mordor. Which is cool. Which I did is not cool. realize that. A lot of people predicted it. On again, Twitter, again? Which one? Like, the, a, the, the, the map. Brand, the branding. It's actually a map? It's a map oh, of Mordor. Okay, okay. And then, of course, she also... It's a map of the Southlands where Mordor will rise. Yeah, exactly. And then she also discovered that Halbrand is the lost king of the Southlands. So... Yeah. What a coincidence. A little coincidence. And also, he's like kind of like a... Like, almost like a Jon Snow character. I don't want it. I want to get, I want to get away. Why, why go too far? He's an Aragorn. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't Arbor know why he ended same. up in he a... did not want it's to... exactly the same. Yeah, Eric is the same thing. Uh, there's some speculation that Halbrand is Sauron, but I'm like, no. I think he's one of those, either the Nazgul, the kings that turns into a Nazgul, or one of those Oathbreaker kings that in the third movie, Return of the King. So we'll see. We'll see. And then meanwhile, we go to the Harfoots. Uh, you know, they're still taking care of the stranger. 
because uh, you know Nori's dad is injured, so the stranger was the one helping them not be uh, left behind. So they're just you know trying. To, uh, basically, she's just trying to teach him how to speak their English or whatever language that we could understand. And then we go towards the uh, an update on Aaron Deer. He was captured by orcs. And then he realized that even his uh, company of elves was captured by the orcs as well. Yeah. So they tried to do an escape. Of course, they were caught. Only Arondir survived. And then he meets this mysterious character named Adar. The episode ends with, uh, you know, uh, a cliffhanger. Mm. Episode four, we get to see who Adar is. Turns out he was uh, he's an elf. Who was probably captured or kidnapped? Well, they were young, yeah. or they, or you know, basically they were captured and tortured and became serv uh, servants of Morgoth and Sauron. Played by Uncle Benjen from Uncle Benjen. <laughs> so it's kind of like he's always the lost uh, person, <laughs> always... right? That is true. And the thing is, and the thing is, when he was asked, uh, it's almost like. He treats his orcs as if he's like brothers or sons. So he's a little bit more compassionate towards his orc, orc buddies, basically. And then he set Iron Deer free to give a message to the Southlanders that they just need to get out of the land or swear fealty to Adar. So he, he did that. And then we go back to Numenor, the Queen Regent, basically. We also uh, saw through the, she had like a dream on how Numenor will end up being destroyed, which also, of course, scared her. And then she showed that same vision to Galadriel. And then so, and then something to do with the tree of, you know, because there's like, there's a lot of symbolizations, uh, symbolism with trees. Just like with Gondor, if the trees are falling, it's basically the tears of the Valar. So they're like, so when at first they were just okay we'll just escort you to middle earth and then that's it and then the tree just started having those uh, leaves fall so muriel changes her mind so she decides to okay we'll send us uh, we'll set a battalion or a party there and go to the war or basically and then it's sildur and his friends got kicked out of the marines basically or the mm -hmm. navy basically but when they were when they need soldiers, they all volunteered. So, so they're going to be in that company. And then going to uh, Elrond and Durin, which is my favorite favorite uh, couple right now. So we discover that the dwarves have found Mithril in the Misty Mountains, mm -hmm. right? And at first, Elrond was unable to get the secret until he was able to basically convince uh, Durin to, to tell him that secret because why he's because Durin was avoiding the elves to be quite honest mm -hmm. because it turns out the dwarves are already suspicious of the elves that they probably knew about the mithril so they're just trying to see if what their what the elves intentions are so yeah and then of course in the southlands those villagers after receiving the message from Arondir Half of them went away because they got scared, so they wanted to join uh, Adar and the orcs. And then, uh, and yeah, it's basically, it's all good. 
good setup on on the upcoming episodes. Episode five, we see that Nori is starting to see the magic or the powers of the stranger. Uh, he accidentally kind of like scared her by you know, kind of freezing her hands and then uh, having a shockwave hit her. So Nori was just starting to get afraid of him, starting to become suspicious because initially she was just she was just like I want to help him. Now it's more like she's afraid of him. And then in Numenor, basically Galadriel spent the entire time trying to convince Halbrand to you know, take up his uh, responsibility as the king. And so go back to the Southlands and become the leader. And meanwhile, not everybody in Numenor believes in this war. So they're just trying to maneuver ways on how to either hinder it or stop it. And then one, uh, I think, leader, Farazon. So it just shows that greed still takes takes place there like uh, even though it's supposed to be a paradise for men it's like well if if the king of the southlands owes us tributes we'll be rich beyond compare so all that stuff going on so his son tried to sabotage the, the ships but the Isildur who was yeah. trying to stow away catch, uh, saw him prevented I mean the ship still got destroyed two ships got destroyed but mm-hmm. at least it's not the entire fleet what do what, what you mean fleet there's just five of them it's a fleet. <laughs> more than three. <laughs> it's more than three. Uh, still counts as a fleet. But anyway, so because of that, Isildur earned his way into the to the war effort. And then we go back to the elves. Basically, Gilgalad finally told Eldron what his true purpose was. It's just to find out the Mithril. Because it turns out the myth, uh, the elves are like losing their light in Middle Earth, so they needed the mithril to absorb as much of the Valar's light so that the elves could stay in Middle Earth and survive. So Elrond tries to convince Durin, and also there's a funny thing that Durin was able to scam a new table from, from the elves, um, and then going to the to the uh, Southlands and uh, Adar, basically, uh, they were just like planning on, um, like, basically trying to defend themselves. From so, the sorry, that, that, that lie was a little, a little too fantastic. Um, and uh, what's the term? I think Gilgalad knew that Durin was lying, but they need something from the elves, so just like I just gave him. It's it's only a table, whatever. <laughs> it was a little hard to stomach. Like the it's only way that the only way that that would have would have flown was like if Gilgalad got that table uh, in a very unscrupulous manner. For yeah, that story like to fly, rare. like yeah, yeah. you know, for somebody to, if he got that through official means, it was obviously he was obviously bullshit. <laughs> but maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe he just conceded that, but it didn't seem like he conceded. It seemed like he got yeah. he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, the Southlanders, the ones that left the village, they found Adar, and of course, Adar had a test for them. So you have to kill this other guy to swear fealty to us. 
So that's basically how the episode ended in episode five. And at episode six, Udun. Udun. This is where all the action happens, basically. Uh, Adar's army uh, attacked the watchtower. But Arundir decided to, like, you know, let's barricade them in the tower and then basically trap them and, you know, and meanwhile the villagers are safe outside. So he was able to do that. It was going well. And then they were barricading themselves in the village. And, uh, but still, I mean, but, but the, during the first win, they thought they won, but they were actually just killing off the villagers that left. Other villagers. Oh, that was yeah, a good... Which is well, a serious morale blow, basically. And then, and then the real attack happens. And even our little... Uh, Hot Mama Ronwen got Ronwen injured. Got, got arrowed a few times. Got arrowed to the, to the chest, like you know. But we do we do see like a Rambo esque type of uh, cauterizing wounds. <laughs> so it was fun. And then of course they were they got overwhelmed and they were forced to give up the uh, the sword that, that Theo was uh, hiding. And then when everybody was about to be killed off, guess what? The Numenorean army arrived on horseback with Galadriel. And it's just basically your classic Lord of the Rings action. Uh, and, you know, everybody turned out, you know, everybody was fighting well and they they beat the orcs. They have captured, they captured Adar. Yeah, the, the chase scene with uh, Galadriel, Halbrand, and Adar, basically the best. Hello. Okay, so yeah, it was a fast-paced. Uh, uh, they captured Adar. At first, Galadriel had to stop Halbrand from killing Adar, and then during the interrogation scene, it was Halbrand's turn to stop Galadriel. So obviously, Adar is going to be something that's really important. Uh, either, either, I don't think he's Sauron. But he's probably one character for some. Um, anyways, at first they thought that they recovered the uh, the, the the sword key. <laughs> it turns out it was Nobody a decoy. It, like you know, for they, they like, went through a whole. I was party. just say overall that was a. I mean, I love that episode. Overall, it was like highs and lows. Like they win, they lose, yeah. they win again, and then they lose again, and then and they get that the end this. How, 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 how nobody would check why I was done well because they don't yeah well, that? But anyways because of that that uh, I was able to Aron's plan B and it gave birth to Mount Doom and then explosions from the volcano happened and the last scene we see is Galadriel being eaten up by Ash so that's Udu. So <laughs> that was it. That was, that that was it. All, all of the episodes. Uh, it's a bigger chunk because we we don't do week on week on. Yeah. On uh on Lord of the Rings. Let's start with just like, how do you think of the series so far, Chubak? Um. Yeah. It's bet uh, better than I thought, but it's still um not 
hitting the highs probably like it's hitting your your highs mm-hmm. for me it's just like um i think it was my fault because i i didn't watch episode six immediately so i got hyped too much so when yeah. i watch it i mean it's still great it's still great uh, t- television but when they were com- i saw some things like comparing it to original lords and and basically it's just like a three ships and then one village that's like half a village so there wasn't a lot i was expecting a little more you know grandiose and for him to be a king of the southlands and there's like what 40 of them there <laughs> it doesn't like feel kingish and yeah. i mean i i'm with arnie the best part was uh the elrond durin uh, friendship that's the one that's uh uh really doing um and when i'm enjoying uh galadriel of course uh but for like um a lot of the beats are just for me are just uh something we've seen already so those mm-hmm. are the things that's kind of you know bring me down like we got aragorn in halbrand we got the um denethor in queen region in the region mm-hmm. you know with the palantir again and then um so for me the best thing is i mean the action with galadriel um the friendship between elrond and uh, Durin, Durin and Durin. even uh, Ad- Adar is the, the only thing that really piqued me because he he wasn't as he wasn't really bad he he cared yeah. for his brethren he wanted a home for them he uh-huh. told the people like uh, you know this is gonna be our home you can join us or leave it's not like he said you all die you know he even gave them a choice he kind of feel brutish though with like yeah, some of the like he has, they have to kill to prove themselves. So that of course there's still some darkness in him, but yeah, he just wanted the home for them. And uh, um, yeah, Isildur is still grind grinding on my nerves. Um, uh, I actually like uh, who's that fair Farazon, the 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 political right hand of the queen. Yeah. Parazon, yeah, it's like he's smart enough to see the big picture and to help the queen when he needs to. So that was nice, uh, like smart of him. Um, his son is an idiot though, that's why he doesn't like him because he, yeah. he doesn't see the big picture. Um, I do like Elendil, uh, and I'm guessing Mount Doom is what destroys Numenor. Maybe like uh, it creates the. The waves, the, it it, it the, seems the, like it, right? In yeah. the books, it's, it's in the, in the books or in the in the appendices. It's it's kind of like what Atlantis, what happened to Atlantis. So it, it sinks got, because of that, and then Galadriel's probably gonna blame herself because mm-hmm. she put it in motion. But then it's not. She just if she's gonna blame herself, she should blame herself for being careless, not because she was mm-hmm. doing the right thing. She just didn't do it enough. She didn't check the fucking sword. So they got fucked at the end but it's not because she put yeah. it in motion it was already going to happen whether they came or not yeah. she just she was almost able to stop it but uh she messed up uh i i do love iron deer um bronwyn the i love scene with iron deer yeah. yeah it's amazing that the, anytime galadriel was on horseback whether the first part where she was just happy or the fight scenes were amazing bronwyn i uh got annoyed because i liked her and then she just for some reason became uh uh flipped like she was 
telling everybody to fight and then given the that sword thing trinket of his son she switched like oh maybe we shouldn't fight or like oh, that was like out of nowhere and then back to fighting oh. again so she was wishy-washy i guess it runs in the blood because the son was like less annoying because he gave the he finally had the strength to talk to arandur and give him the sword and then in the end he still gave it which is kind of understandable because it was his mom but uh so yeah so that, that, that that's me it looks gorgeous everything looks good tiny what did you see so far i love the episode especially episode six that immediately after i watched the original trilogy <laughs> uh and yeah there is a lot of basically copy and paste in terms of scenes uh, set pieces some quotes actually uh, some uh, familiar but i don't care it's mm. it's Lord of the Rings. It's it's Middle Earth. Yeah, I I the episode three and the first start of episode four was actually very very slow for me. I didn't uh, I figured like they started strong with with episode one and two, and then once you started going week over week, if you don't have like a it's a long episode, so if you don't have something to really entice action or you know have a little climax within it it's a hard and long episode with the number of characters that we need to do so i felt really really slow there i did have to stop a few times the three and four Mm -hmm. but like towards the middle of the great wave once we because the great wave started it then it started picking up then the motivations of the characters um, all the things that you know, Numenorians are hiding, um, seeing. Um, uh, um, wait, Isildur, right? Mm-hmm. Is, or Isildur's son? No, Isildur. Isildur, Elendil and Isildur. Yeah, Elendil's son, Isildur, getting slightly corrupted by you know the North Islands or the West, whatever. Um, I like all those hints. You're getting more and more. Uh, uh, context and backstory about all of these characters. Then again, it's also like very, very archetypal, like the reluctant do- uh, queen regent, the 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 politician Farazon, the 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 amazing dad that you know, tough loving the well, son. It's probably gonna be Elendil who's gonna establish Gondor. Yeah, I, I think it's Elendil. Yeah, because oh, he's the first king, king. and then uh, okay, of so course. queen regent will probably die before then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, well, he's, he's only a captain, right? Right now, he's only right. a captain. But the thing is, maybe you know, uh, maybe he establishes Condor before Numenor gets destroyed. So maybe he'll be like a steward or like a you know, like a king of Condor. And then no, I he'll think just hear it's that... more likely that Numenor is fucked. That's why they have to make Condor because yeah, that's true. There's no more. They're probably the only Rangers. Uh, like, or the only Numenorians left. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and the and the good thing about this, like you guys are right, like a lot of the the themes, like even the the action beats, are very, not very, but it is of a mold. It's somewhat of a formula that has happened before. Yeah. What I like is like yeah, we we have this this the helm like the stand of these uh, villagers, which is uh, um, we've seen it over and over but every again every there's there's winning there's losing there's excitement there's like there's a lot of up and downs and waves within it that i really really appreciated plus they have a little bit more time to provide more backstory to um 
like again the and the orcs what they are doing how long they've done um uncle benjin um his yeah, his motivation was really really cool the way that he spoke to um you know how he grew up and he's just like i i was taken for, as a child so this is all i know so what's the difference in what he feels for his brethren than what elves feel or other brethren it's like so i really like that additional context I love the winning and losing, the multiple winning and losing within the even the village itself. Like, you know, there are detractors, there are the ones that are traitors, but um, the, in the end, the traitors got their comeuppance in the end. Uh, just everything is, is I, I like how this is a show. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Game of Thrones trying to be, you know, trying to put what is modern, plugging it in, having a lot of controversial taboo topics up in front of your face. That's fine in a different mood. I like this is an adventure this, and we're moving somewhere. We are converging to a particular place. Everybody has their little mini trials to get through to get to where they need to be um, in a very, very good package. Like watching episode six, Udon was like, the 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 it wasn't so epic that it felt fake, but it also wasn't small to think like oh this is like a CW lab this is a, mm. this is a giant giant um um uh, uh fight scene with I was trying to find whether one or two of the orcs will look fake right you know because like you can't afford that many prosthetics from all of that people but no I I was I was pleasantly surprised how good they are for the detail action was great coordination was great fucking like even like what arnie was saying the the um the horse the horse choreography with galadriel but her dodging things is like oh that looks so cool so i really enjoyed everything i'm still very very high on this series i think it's like this and she hulk are like my series of the year you know for far different reasons mm -hmm. she hulk is just so pleasant this one is like i want to escape reality this is how i want to escape reality just have people or has a quest fighting monsters either in the form of people or actual real monsters and i'm really really enjoying it so th those are all of our thoughts let's close it out with our final thoughts and ratings about the middle episodes three to six of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Let's reverse back. Arnie, what you what are your final thoughts and readings? We even forgot about the more of the lore that they shared in this episode. It's like how Mithril was created. Yeah. And oh, it, yeah. It, and it involved the Balrog that Gandalf fought, fought in the mm -hmm. Fellowship. Right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like I said, the, the show, like, yes, it started slow, but people need to realize, because we've had all these complaints oh so-and-so character there's no character development everything happened fast now we're going slow oh it's too slow mm -hmm. be patient Plus, be patient be. if you're a good enough writer write your own mm -hmm. but here people we are they're pros mm -hmm. they're taking their time i'm sad that it's almost done because the finale is next week but they're starting shooting season two now so mm -hmm. i'm happy about that uh, like I said, after watching Udun, I watched the three <laughs> Lord of the Rings, and it just brought back so much memories. Like we wa we watched Fellowship together, I think, if I remember correctly. And I've then, only watched course, all of them together. Yeah, uh, well, I I moved I moved here 
before mm-hmm. Twin, the, the Two one. Towers came out. But and uh, but but yeah, it's just brought, brought back so so much good memories, especially with the Shire and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's I I would rate it. Uh, I would this middle episode I'll be like maybe nine because of Udun. Uh, there's there's still it's not a perfect 10 yet because like Chubak said it's not it's not yet like Return of the King or Helm's Deep level of uh, action um, we'll, we'll probably get there but it's not yet there so yeah Chubak? Uh, I was more entertained so I'll go with an 8 better than my 7 for the first 2 yeah, I well, I think I did. I do a ten the last time. I think it went with an eight. Oh, I think I'm I'm gonna stick with an eight too. This is one of those where, um, the episode three and four was canceled out by Udu. Like, you know, so <laughs> that was kind of, and then in the middle was really good. I actually I like this type of politics. It's not so deep like with the uh, Queen Regent and uh, yeah. with um uh Galadriel's uh. Homeboy, the King of the Southland kind of thing. Halbrand. Like, so I kind of like the the dance, but there are a couple of things that they they're so deep in some of the aspects that they 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 confirm like or they have backstories in some of the aspects. And then some of the other aspects is like, what a coincidence in this giant sea of the world that just happened to get picked up by the lost king of the Southland. And I know the trailer says. This is beyond fate. This is beyond destiny. This is something greater. Okay, I get it. But come on, come it's on. The Valar. For me, yeah, <laughs> for me, that's okay. It's for me. It's really just the the it's like cinema scenes. The, the copy, <laughs> the copy and paste is the one that's bothering me a little more than the, the yeah. other stuff. But I think, like, I, I was thinking about that too. But like, I think everything will have. An illusion of something else. Yeah, like, it's Hera's journey. The, and the thing is, I the, mean, the illusion Tolkien... of something, something else. But it's just, it's illusion of itself. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, everything is copy and paste in the world. But yeah, for yeah. you to be it doing will... this thing again from what we've seen before of the same thing, well, it's not as bad as Force Awakens. That oh, another Death Star, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing also, the Tolkien character profiles. Here, D&D, you guys play D&D, right? That well, basically I mean, I, mean I, I enjoyed Force Awakens, but then again, that came before this. So if this yeah. came before that, you know what I mean? It would, yeah. It's yeah. all in, as again, it's all in context. So we, and, we, we know, that kind of soured for us already. The, the yeah. what do you call it, Zong? The requel? The requel. The requel. Well, so, I mean, a little bit of, well, I, I, we'll talk about that next time, but Again, yeah, the recalls it, it came into light in episode seven. I won't say like mm, okay. <laughs> so it made Billy yeah. more on it again. Uh, episode seven, there's just something there that like just because of what's happened to in, tonight in fellowship. <laughs> I mean at least with the summary in fellowship, right? So we know the characters were still alive in fellowship. And and, and they, they were like they were trying to I forgot what they said about Isildur's like uh, they're showing that he's not a bad guy that he's like uh, he's mean, human but yeah but he's just even more annoying now <laughs> well me, like it's basically <laughs> Luke Skywalker in New Hope right he was whiny annoying right because I mean so... I, I, I thought they were gonna make it like a, a fall a fall from grace but 
they already started like what? <laughs> Four from Grace happened during the ring <laughs> when he had the ring. Huh? No, no, no. I mean, I thought so. That means he had to fall from somewhere, but uh, yeah, he, yeah. he's already like annoying right now. I mean, maybe they'll build him up, but build and why? Up. Why did he have that special, special scene of like looking at the queen and the queen saying go? Like, what did he do to deserve that? Like, yeah, like, special I v- forgot that special. V- oh no, no, he the queen. The queen knows that he is uh, Ellen son. Yeah, but the, how does the queen know that he can fight or that he can? Oh, I don't. I think do he, does, he, left, he does. Yeah, it. It's like, yeah, if you want to keep me that, you want to die, go ahead. Yeah, so it's like, what does, <laughs> like was he? Was he a king's guard or a queen's guard? Or I know that. Like that. No, there's just special. Or he's the one. All of them were like solid in formation, and then she's the one that's like. Special like slow mo scene going to the queen like huh yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I would I would have loved Halbrand if I didn't have Aragorn <laughs> you know it's like I like well there's the thing is like I haven't seen episode seven but the this the the Halbrand secret is what I'm I'm I don't know I mean yeah yes in the future yeah. but even if it changes even if he's like Sauron or whatever like for now at this moment the past few episodes was Aragorn you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's the only thing that like took it away a little bit. I mean, I still like him; he's still cool, and I like that he's a smith also. But uh, yeah, and I, I I love the actor for Ellen Dill, like really the the good father mm-hmm. style, the idiot son. Oh my god! I mean, how 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 much focus does it take to just fucking hold that rope? <laughs> really? Well, I like, think no, but you, I think it, can't you it, do your he... daydreaming? An hour before this this moment in time. Well, I don't think he he daydreamed. I think he was he was told to let it go. Yeah, he huh? he was hearing voices. He was hearing voices. Oh, it's so, almost like it's almost like predetermined that the ring will actually reach out to him and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. There's no ring yet, right? He, he didn't make no, no, it no, yet. no ring yet. But 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 whatever unseen uh, darkness, right? Yeah, because cause also, uh, oh yeah, going back to the mithril origins, like, because apparently they needed the, the the reason why the tower had to be built by spring is because they have until spring, <laughs> otherwise they all die. <laughs> so, and what tower are they making? Is it uh, is it Saruman's tower? No, no, I think it's the one that forges the Does three rings. Forges of, the ring? for the, for the, who who for the, forges? For the no, who forges uh, Elendil's sword? The elves, the elves. The one that uh, Aragorn gets. The elves? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's the elves. No, they Plus reforged the thing is that, uh, it. Are they don't they like, reforged... forge it in the forest first? I think it's elvish uh, swordsmith. Because yeah. I know El- Elrond helped with reforging it, but I don't know. How... Yeah, but the tower that the uh, that Celebrimbor uh, uh... or something. Like that. Yeah. Elrond's uh, co-worker, because yeah. <laughs> like you like, oh yeah, we, we need to be. This needs to be done by spring, so they kind of explained it with the, with the with the blight that they're they have until spring. And I mean, I I, I as I said, I love the the Elrond Durin thing, but yeah, it's still Elrond's actor is still no Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Well, I mean, because uh, this is not like a. For me, like uh, I'm being beholden to the past, because I think we've seen enough that uh, um, what's it? What's her name? Mod Modfred Clark, uh, Galadriel. Morfid. Morfid. 
for she, she she's standing up to Kate Blanchett or maybe even pretty it's a different well the thing is like she's so different from Kate yeah, Blanchett yeah yeah I know but I mean, she's it's fine she's bringing it yeah yeah I but could... El, Elrond is pretty much <laughs> I can yeah that's true I can see her turning into Galadriel you know what I mean but Elrond's like Elrond is more there's just no gravitas you know what I, I think it's the voice it's Hugo Weaving's Voice. Well, it's Agent Smith. I mean, he really can't beat Agent Smith. <laughs> I know, but it's just like you know, when when Hugo Weaving speaks, we all listen, yeah. and then well, yeah, and the characters, like... the characters, the two the same, right? It's yes, not yes. like Galadriel that had like a giant. No, because like Galadriel barely even moved in the three movies. Yeah, it's... no, she was like yeah. a warrior. Now then that becomes a politician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just a politician. See, you can see the difference. Mm-hmm. This one is already a politician, so like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Durin's amazing though, least, and the wife. Because at least with Elrond in the movies, he had some action scenes in the first one. Yeah, in the, in the, in, in the he, he did fight. And he, and he traveled out of Rivendell <laughs> to, <laughs> to give the sword. But yeah, yeah, but basically, episode seven. If you could watch it today, uh, can't wait. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, 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 I've, I have it scheduled for like my late night viewing before D and D tomorrow. But even like that is out. K- Katrina loves uh, Morfid Clark. Oh, she's so Milady. surprised. Yeah, she that that's a that's the amazing casting. Whoever picked her, that's she really is. good. Yeah. Like screw the haters. Yeah, she is Galadriel. Yeah, let's not even yeah. give the haters time of day. Yeah, there's I mean, always. I mean, there's always. I mean, let's not I still give cannot understand. Yeah. Who doesn't? Why? How can you not love She-Hulk? Right? I don't know. No, no, no. Not even that. I can understand that. I. What I don't want is why are you screaming at the top of your lungs for weeks and weeks and weeks, hating yeah. on it? If you don't Stop like watching something, and leave us alone. I can understand. Why are you watching the next episode? Not my cup of tea. Maybe they did. Um, I don't like how they did it. Period. Why are you saying so many? Yeah. Like, well, it's the squeaky wheel, right? They, yeah, they, they like to control. Like, yeah, I mean, but at least the, like uh, Jamila, Jamila Jamil, is that correct? Jamila yeah. Al-Jamil. Yeah, I, I follow her on Twitter and she's like... Uh, Titania. She's kind of entertaining some of the, the, the trolls. and she, But she said it correctly like, oh, people love the show. I get a lot of tweets that, I lo- mm-hmm. that they love the show. I'm just trying to... You know, uh, talk to some of the ones that are, are trolling or are hating on it, just to entertain myself, something like that. But yeah, a lot of people love it. So I mean, oh. yeah. And the thing is, even Rings of Power, uh, it's actually uh, I saw somewhere that it also rated higher than House of the Dragon too. But House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, She-Hulk, Andor, they, there's a lot of hate sometimes, but. The people who don't even so bother crazy. to go to online, they yeah. love the show. They and watch yeah. the show. And you know, the hate is just from, like, uh, what's the term? Like, uh, vocal the, minority no, itself. No, no, I mean the 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 reason they hate it is like, uh, what they do? Ter- lazy writing. No, no, no. It's a uh, blind bias. I think it's a, you know, like information in, bias. They went into the show knowing that they're gonna hate it. So whatever mm-hmm. they see, confirmation they just, bias. Yeah, confirmation bias. They just hate it. Like, I, I'm watching some of the reacts. With, well, I watch a lot of reacts, especially with Shio, because it's just fun to see other people laugh at me. And like uh, these two guys, um, Struggle Nation, they're just like, 
I love Tatiana Maslan. I'm gonna fucking die for her. Like, who the fucking hate doesn't love Tatiana Maslan? I cannot fathom. I look at her and like I just smile. I just like this is so. I, I mean, I, that's why I said you know I, mean? I love She-Hulk so differently that I love Rings of Power. Because when I watch Rings of Power, I get transported to uh-huh. a fantastical world that is not this. And when I see She-Hulk, I just see this is life. This is just. You're working, you're trying to date, you're trying to, you know, be with your friends, be with your family. Try to get your drip broker, man. You're <laughs> trying to get your clothes, right? You're trying to get your shoes, you're you're working with your friends. It's just like such a it's kind of like a warm blanket. And a lot of mm. things doesn't make sense, and a lot of things they drop. Yeah. It's like it's like, oh sitcom, we right? repealed the Sokovia Accords. That's not something you just gloss over. <laughs> Come on. But but those are very intentional so that we can talk about it. But everything yeah. else, like I'm seeing people um so upset how they how they made Matt Murdock like do the walk of shame. That's not a walk of shame. That's that's the glorious up. purpose. <laughs> that's glorious. That purpose. is the glorious purpose. Right. So I mean that's but again, that's the idea of there's there's so much content right now that we can enjoy. Yeah. We might like it a little bit more than the others. Yeah. We might disagree on our opinions, but the point is, we we can find it. Like I I absolutely hate. I listen to the reviews and reacts of Hot D House of the Dragon. Mm. Absolutely hate that series. I haven't I've seen one episode. Absolutely hate it still. Mm-hmm. I just don't like what it stands for. That's why I don't watch it. There's so many amazing shows that I can watch. Yep, there's Maybe in not time, enough I'll time. I'll change my mind. I'll and I'll, I'll watch. I'll binge it. But that's on my schedule right and now. You're not encouraging I'm... other people to hate it. No, exactly. It's not me. I don't like people marrying thirteen-year-olds for politics. I don't like brother and sister killing each other or fucking each other. I just don't, I don't know. like what you said. The one percenters fighting over exactly, and then other people getting screwed over it. You know exactly. Right, I, yeah. I don't. I don't. Right now, I don't like it. I might change my mind during the holidays when I run out of shows to watch. But yeah. right now, I watch Rings of Power. I watch it once. Then after that, maybe I'll play video games and I'll have it in the background just because the 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 scenes is beautiful. But that's my thing, and that's the good thing about this. Is like, of could this be better? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Everything There's always room better. for improvement. But yeah, but right so, now it's amazing. And, it's uh, yeah. it, we're in the golden age of of content where we have too much content actually so finding they, that's why we do shows like this so that people can be informed on what they could watch uh or, or where they could spend their time on or not right? <laughs> or, or not all right but like, i'm not uh, telling people not to watch pirates no, or... and, and it's it's up to you naman if you want to choose to be happy or to be yeah. angry and people i don't know why people are try, choosing to be angry all the time like it's tiring you like you know what i mean it's yeah. a sad existence. Yeah. yeah. But in the multitude in the multiverse you chose to be angry. Yeah. I pity oh. them, but nah, yeah. oh well. I pity the fool. Pity we will fool. have more content to review and to react with you guys in the next coming weeks. Make sure that you have subscribed to the channel, youtube.com slash plus six three HP. We're on all the socials, like. Twitter, Facebook, like. Instagram, our handle is at, at plus six three HP. And we're on the podcast too. If you just want to listen to us while you're doing your chores or working, cleaning the apartment or whatnot, 
We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or all your favorite podcasting apps in the future. So in behalf of Chubax, Arnie, and myself, we thank you for your view, and we will see you in the next video. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.